I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. My name is Christina, also known as the Relationship Boss, and this is where we talk all things relationships the good, the bad, and the reality. And we just always keep it real here. And today I'm so honored to have a special guest with me. I have Rashida Ahmed with me. She is a sexual wellness educator and an intimacy coach, as she serves women, men, and couples on their pathway to self-discovery and healing from sexual shame and traumatic experiences. Rashida, I'm so happy to have you, girl. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're so welcome. I am going to include all of her information in the bio in this episode so you can give her all of the follows and message her any questions you guys all have. And I'm sure she'll be happy to answer anything you guys got going on in your worlds. Absolutely. Girl, today we're just going to talk all things sex. Like, I feel like the topic of sex, the topic of self-pleasure, the topic of all of these things have become so taboo in our world. And why is it that growing up, we are always taught the negative things about sex and intimacy, right? In like health class, we were taught like STDs and like fear mongering and like unwanted pregnancies and that we could be taken advantage of in our bodies and like, you know, all things kind of sexual trauma and those types of things. And there's always a lot of shame surrounded by the idea of women truly getting to embrace their sexuality, even when it comes to self-pleasure. Like, why is it so normalized for men to, I hate the word masturbate. I usually use the word self-pleasure, but it's so normal for them, but it's so taboo for women. Like, do you find that often, like with the women that you're working with? Absolutely. That is such a common, um, I would say a common experience (laughs) that a lot of women go through is immense shame around just owning our bodies and owning our sexuality in any sort of healthy or uh, empowering way. So men, uh, and I mean, we're obviously being very general right here, obviously. But, you know, they just have been socialized to just be more free around sexuality. And I mean, the reason for that is because, I mean, my theory, I'll say, is because they understand the power of sex and how powerful women are in sex. Yes. And so it's like, we got to minimize it because only one can hold the power in this dynamic, apparently. (laughs) A hundred percent. That's such a good topic to bring up because like no one ever talks about the dynamics when it comes to like the power struggles around sex. That's so interesting. Yeah, I see it all the time. So it's just like it it really beca- became the underlining theme. Yeah. And just it it makes it just one, I guess. I mean, I've spoken to, oh my gosh, I don't know, hundreds of people over my yeah. lifetime. And it's just, it's glaringly 
obvious and clear like that's what it is that we're really experiencing we're experiencing um the shame of it all then we also have trauma that we've experienced in our life or we know people who, who've experienced trauma and we're impacted by that yep. and then nobody's having great sex and intimacy a hundred percent and like I myself like I've shared a little bit candidly with some of my followers and you know my community like I myself so just trigger warning for anybody out there I just want to put that out there. I myself have experienced sexual abuse within a relationship when I was in an abusive relationship. And to be honest, it didn't even really come up for me that I had experienced something like that until I got into my current marriage that I'm in now. And it was almost like I had this realization of like, oh my God, like I experienced this past trauma. Like maybe this is why I'm experiencing such a hard time in the bedroom and I can't really embrace my confidence and my sexuality. And I'm feeling really shameful around my body and sharing myself, even with my current partner who makes me feel so safe and loved. Like, why is this happening? Where's the disconnect, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. And that happens very often, especially with people who have had, who've suffered from, I won't say suffer. That's, that's not the word I want to use because it gives a negative connotation. Yeah. You've experienced, yeah. you've lived through, um, who survived yeah. sexual abuse in the, in the confines, especially of an intimate relationship. Yeah. I myself have experienced it as yeah. well. And even as a sex educator, I didn't realize that was it until after <laughs> I was out of the relationship. <laughs> like, why can't we? Have, it's so right. hard. It's right. so hard. And it's just one of those things. I think also because if we're really going to take it down to the basics, culturally speaking, societally speaking, women, we have been taught almost to give our sexuality away. It's not yes. ours. It's a gift to give to someone else. So even if we don't want to give that gift, yeah. we, are, we feel entitled. We feel that we are, we have to yeah. give this gift away, even though it goes against what we want at our core. Yeah. And then it's not until sometimes when you do find yourself in a, in a much better relationship, or if you're doing the work and the healing of yourself and you right. realize wait a minute, what have I experienced? And this is, this is why it's created this connect because the thing about trauma, it impacts our body, our mind and our soul. So yes. even though you do the healing work and you go to therapy and you talk it out and you write the journals and you do the affirmations, it gets stuck in the body. hundred <laughs> percent. And people don't yeah. really realize that. And like, no. we think we can like just go to therapy and talk, but then like, we kind of lose that connection between our mind and our body. And, you know, I guess that kind of leads me into like my first real question that I kind of have. It's, you know, why is it that a lot of women really struggle to get out of their head and then into their bodies when it comes to creating intimacy, you know, like I would really kind of like love to know how that disconnect happens and like why we kind of experience that. Yeah. So, you know, my, um, my experience has shown me that we experience that disconnect over various forms in our life. Yeah. And so this is the reason why it's almost compounded now, especially when we are in a situation where we want to express it. Now yeah. when we want to express it, it we real that's when we're most cognitively aware that we have a disconnect at yeah. that point. And it's a lot of the times it's due to shame around sexuality, around self-pleasure, around even knowing what you want and advocating for what you want. Right. You know, that, that in itself is sometimes can be such a hindrance for a lot of people, men yeah. included. I'm not going to say it's just women because yeah. there are lots of men who also struggle with getting out of their head yeah. and into their body. Yeah. Um, so it's the shame, it's trauma. It's maybe, um, 
culturally, how how are you told and spoken about sex and in, 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 in relationships? Like I know personally growing up in my household, sex was a no-go. Like as much as I love to talk about sex yeah. and I have been reading about sex and I have been learning about sex since I was like, I don't know, 11. Oh my I was, God. I did that in secret. Oh my God. <laughs> I like, love I that did it so in much. Because wow. it wasn't allowed in yeah. my household. It wasn't wow. acceptable in my household. Perhaps if I was a boy, it would be a different conversation. I don't know. You never know. know. <laughs> my brothers. Right. But- <laughs> so like, how were you kind of teaching yourself these things from such a young age? I used to spend hours at the library. I'm an avid reader. I don't love it. Behind me, but I'm, a, love <laughs> I'm it. an avid reader. So I would just soak up as much information yeah. as I could because I recognize that I have questions. And when I tried to ask the questions, I got shut down. Right. And yeah. so I said, well, that's not going to stop me from learning. Of course. <laughs> it just makes me more curious. And now I need to know exactly. why is this a secret? What I need to know. <laughs> Exactly. So that was really what spurred it on for me. I really started just doing my own research, self-taught, really a lot of what I use now in my life is literally what I learned all on my own. I mean, and then later on, I got went to school for it yeah. and you know all of those things because that was grown. But right. early in my early years, it was really me just really being curious about my own self, wow. my own body, not understanding what's happening with it, yeah. you know, what's going on, why am I feeling what I'm feeling? you know, I'll just try to make sense of myself. Absolutely. And that's really what led me onto the journey of self-intimacy. And I think that is one of the biggest blocks why women are not experiencing the kind of pleasure that they want to, why we're living in our head, because we're not able to be intimate with ourselves. Totally. Totally. And so that's what I think is the biggest disconnect is why we're not able to get into our bodies when we want to, and really experience pleasure because Pleasure is a bodily experience. Yes. So when we're not in our body, <laughs> we can't even feel it. We don't we even don't get to it. like orgasm or feel anything like that. Like I know myself, like I really like, even just recently within the last year, I had to like really learn how to move out of my head and into my body because, okay, what's going through my head? Do I look okay in this position? Is he enjoying it? What's going through his head? Oh my God. Like if I go in this position, is my fat rolls showing? Like some, I was always just thinking like, am I even going to orgasm? Like, and then you put that pressure on yourself and then you, the, the mood's gone. It's just, it's just all gone. And then I'm just like, okay, well, exactly. I'm just going to let him do this thing. (laughs) You know, exactly. 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 And I think that's, that's the, that's also, I I would say a byproduct, I will say of the lack of education that we get around the good parts about sex. Like you mentioned, if we were, if we were aware that, Hey, sex is actually to be enjoyed. Sex is actually just a journey. There is really no destination, even though yes, we like orgasms, but that's not even the destination. That's like a that's a blip on the whole like it is. <laughs> everyone feels so much pressure to get there that they're not even enjoying the like entirety of being intimate with someone creating a safe space with someone or honestly even creating a safe space with yourself at the end of the day like I'm 32 and I just started exploring the world of self-pleasure and like I feel like I'm like late to the game because not only has my self-confidence boosted but like my relationship with my husband and in the bedroom has like boosted itself because when he's gone, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) Right. Because you're like, I get to have some fun. Exactly. The thing about that is I think that is 
the way in which we become confident, as you're saying, in the bedroom and not only in the bedroom, but in the outside of our, our, of our yeah. lives. Yeah. Because I truly believe who we are in the bedroom, how we display ourselves, who we show up as in the bedroom yeah. is who we are outside of that. That's yeah. who we are everywhere else in our life. And I really feel like when we are confident in that particular area, because that's yes. the area where you got no clothes on, technically, maybe you're fully vulnerable. <laughs> like you're, you're just exposed. Open. Exactly. You're exposed. You're just bearing it all. And if you can't bear yourself completely, yeah, then that translates into other parts of your life. And so that's yeah. the, I find to me, that is the saddest part yeah. of it is when we're not able to really own ourselves and own our body and own yeah. our sexuality because it really robs you. It does. Just so much more experience. Like sex can be amazing. That's every time. It every really time. <laughs> I know. And it doesn't have to be an hour long. It could be 20 minutes, 15 minutes, five minutes, whatever that looks like for you. It doesn't have to look a specific way. And like that kind of has me thinking like, our expectations for like what sex and like intimacy should intimacy should be are so skewed. Like, do you ever find that they're so skewed from the idea of porn or from the idea of social media or from the idea of what people are saying? Well, this is what it should look like. And then you're kind of like, but if it doesn't look like that for me, is it wrong? Am I doing it? Am I bad? Like, why doesn't this be like the most amazing fireworks show and like experience for myself, you know? It's crazy Absolutely. to me. And I think that is, um, I, I, I find that that's what the media has done. That's what, as you're saying, the um, porn industry has done a, a great job. And I put that right? in quotation. I know, I know. Um, of really skewing our expectations and our views and our ideas of what sex is supposed to look like, feel like, sound like, right. everything in it, it's supposed to, you know, we have these ideas and that's really not true. And I really, would wish and my 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 really my intention for people to, to know like if when I leave this earth I want people to know that sex is whatever you make it to be honey like yeah. it's whatever you want it to be yes. if it's good for you it's good yes. like that's it end of story end of sentence oh like God. don't add on anything yes. extra. it's Period. really understanding that you find what's good for you you find the people who you want to share that with <laughs> exactly and then you do you honey because that's ultimately what's the best thing and I think you can look at the media for, I would, you can look at media and porn as, I would say, inspiration. Right. You exactly. know, look at her as inspiration as to like, okay, maybe I might want to try that. Yeah. It's a, it's a great way to look at it for educational purposes. Yes. I always say, I like to watch porn for educational purposes. Right. I hundred percent, especially, you know, I know my husband's be watching and learning some stuff. I'm like, you okay, know, you so weren't like that okay. a, a year ago. You, are you learning things? Okay. <laughs> are you learning things? Okay. We, we, Sex is meant to be evolved and we're supposed to yes. learn and we're supposed to grow, right? And so yes. using those avenues for your own good yes. takes away the um, <clears throat> ability for them to start skewing. Yes. And the pressure that you have, you feel to perform because, I mean, sex can be a performance, but it doesn't right. have to be a performance. It can exactly. also just be a wonderful experience, a wonderful moment that you have with a partner or with yes. yourself. I love and I really that. highly, I highly suggest people to just really learn themselves, like yeah. learn what you like, like first and foremost. 
That actually brings me a perfect segue. What tips do you have to help navigate like getting out of your head and more in tune with your body? So then you can kind of calm if you are experiencing any sexual anxiety or intimacy anxiety, like what are some tips that you have for people to kind of help navigate that? I will say this, definitely a tool that I use and one that I give all of my clients, and I I talk about it all the time as meditation, is allowing yourself to meditate even outside of the bedroom. So I find that it's easier to draw on these tools when I'm practicing them everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So when I need them in the bedroom, it's readily available for me. Yep. And it's really allowing yourself to just drop into your presence, drop Mm. into your body, and just feel yourself like what sensations do you feel what emotions are you experiencing just notice you yes exactly (laughs) and that will help you you. it will help you to become more present when you decide to be intimate with a person because you'll when you get out of your head you can say oh wait a minute I'm not in my body right now because it's, it happens. It still even happens to me. It's what's going to happen. Exactly. What we can do is then use our tools. Like, okay, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm thinking about the laundry right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or what I have to do tomorrow and my checklists and all these things. Exactly. (laughs) And I shouldn't be. How about I focus on, Ooh, where's my partner touching me at the moment? What scent am I smelling in the air? You know, what sounds am I like really use your five senses because our five senses connect us back to our body. So automatically, what am I seeing? What am I touching? What am I tasting? Like whatever, (laughs) whatever you're doing, lean into your senses because that helps you to get back into your body. And then I will also say this is if you are in your body, I mean, sorry, if you're in your mind and you're not feeling like in your body, slow down. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Sex can be slow and just easy and breezy. It doesn't have to be this rush and go, go, go. You can take your time with it. Maybe you need to break. Maybe you take a pause, get some water, come back. It's okay. Yes. A hundred percent. It has to be these long or short, quick bursts of like fun. And it really could be whatever you decided to be. So give yourself the space to give yourself what you want. And that might mean taking a a five minute break and maybe you got to switch positions or talk a little bit with your partner and build back that intimacy again. You're into it. Like there's so many ways that you can help yourself, I will right. say, and help your partner because ultimately yeah. it's going to help them yeah. um, really stay connected in that way, really stay intimate and bonded in that way, because we all experience, yeah. you know, losing presence. Oh and yeah. So if we use different tools, it helps us to come back into it. And then we're able to enjoy the experience to however we want to. I love that. And that just like has me flashing the phrase that you said of it doesn't have to be a performance that it can be an experience. And I think just like making that like a little bit of a mind shift, like this doesn't have to be the performance of my lifetime where I'm just like, this is amazing. And this is hardcore. And I'm like, this is a performance I'm showing, but it can be an actual experience. And, you know, even if you struggle with like sites, like maybe like hide some of your senses, right? Like put on headphones or put on a blindfold or something to help you drop into those other senses of yours to really focus on those feelings. That's really cool too. Absolutely. I love sensory deprivation in some way because like you said, it really heightens the other senses. It really helps bring them up to surface. And so it's using these tools. Like these are things that we can do easily. I even just, I will meditate even outside of the bedroom just with blindfolds on as well. 
just to help get my body used to regular presence of just dropping away from using the sense of sight because sometimes our sense of sight could fool us. We're thinking about like our roles and how do we look and if I can't see that anymore, it doesn't matter. I'm not worried about it anymore. Exactly. Let's eliminate the worry, right? Right. (laughs) Help yourself be successful. I always say help yourself win. Like I like to win. So help yourself win. So what do you need um, to feel like a winner in this situation? You know, and even considering what types of like, what do you need beforehand to get into the mood? Like to help you drop into presence? Because I really like, even as we speak today right now, I have a candle lit because it helps me just be in my feminine, be in my body. And I'm having a conversation, right? But this is how, cause I want to, I want to embody my body yes. in the conversation. Yes. And so it's using the things that you can help yourself get in tune to your body. So what do you need? What do you, do you need soft sense? Do you need soft lighting? Right. Maybe you need, um, certain particular music yes. that gets you into the mood, like really create the environment that's going to also help you be successful and stay in your in in your in your presence in your body you know if you're a person who like myself who the environment really greatly affects you so i i can't get so intimate when i'm looking at like a you know a pile of like stacked of books same side of my bed because i'm thinking about the work that i have to do remove them yes create a sanctuary for yourself so you can drop into the sensual so you can drop into the pleasure So that is what I will say to do is just really just allowing yourself to think for yourself for a moment. What do I need to feel good? Exactly. Give it to yourself. Yes. Because we we know that sometimes, you know, we just like don't often do the things like I know that I like it like dim, whether it's candlelight or no lights at all. And then I like a playlist going, you know, like you got like your playlist that feels good for you. And then like maybe some twinkle lights and just this like vibe even like creating conversation with my partner beforehand to create that like emotional intimacy between the two of us really helps or how you said doing a meditation. I know we've tried even doing meditation together and like there are some apps that have like amazing intimacy, like meditations that you can do with your partner. So it's like, you guys, if you struggle, these are the things. So do the things, right? You're hearing the things. So if you need to try it and do it and figure out what works for you, just do it. Right. We often know them, but we just don't do them. And we let ourselves kind of like sit in that pain and sit in that misery instead of doing something for ourselves and changing things up and like switching the vibe a little bit. Like you gotta do it. it. And I find sometimes I think what stops us from doing it is there is this idea that, okay, well, I know this that I'm experiencing. I yeah. don't know what I could experience. And that yeah. might be difficult. That might be hard. Yeah. Who do I have to become to, to, to be that other person? So it stops people. There's a fear yeah. there from really diving into it or even just making us a, a shift on, you know, I'm going to yeah. light candles tonight. Like even Ooh. that could be difficult for someone and yeah. it's okay. But yes. know that even though it's difficult, it will not defeat you. Like yes. it won't. Like, and it's actually better, and you actually really will love it. <laughs> I promise. And so yeah. that's honestly a perfect. Like, I was gonna ask you, you know, what would be your advice to help women who struggle with confidence in the bedroom? You know, like because I think doing the things has a lot to do with confidence. Like, I know myself, like there's always that part of me that wanted to like put on lingerie and feel really sexy, but then like 
some lingerie doesn't make me feel sexy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to find the ones that make me feel good and like myself. But like, you know, what would be some advice to help with confidence in the bedroom or letting go of some of that shame in the bedroom and embracing your true sexuality, you know? I will say I have a few, I have a few things that I can, I can say to that, but I'll say the most important thing over then, you know, you know, finding nice things to wear and all of those types of ideas. It's really, I would love people to understand that just learning, learning why you feel what you feel will Mm -hmm. empower you. Yeah. It will empower you. And then once you understand why you feel what you feel, why do you feel, you know, self-conscious in this, in this type of uh, outfit? Why do you feel self-conscious when the lights are on? Why do you, why? Just, just ask yourself those questions. That helps you to do the things because now you know why you don't do them. Right. And then you get to decide, do I still want to you know, live that life? Is that, is that the choice that I'm still making for myself or mm. not? Because sexual shame really is the absence. It's the lack of choice. It's the lack yes. of, of autonomy that yeah. we get to have over the things that we choose to do with our body and our sexuality. Yeah. So if you don't even know why you have that, that, that lack, it's difficult to move past it. So true. Know? And so I will say that's one of the biggest reasons. It's just really just learning just really diving into why, what's stopping you, what is creating that blockage. And then once you've understand that, okay, what's one thing that you can do to help yourself feel confident for you? You said it was finding laundry that makes you feel good. And that is the number one key. Right. What do you love? Because confidence comes from within. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. It comes from inside out. So, you know, it's just, it has to be what makes you feel light up? What makes you feel desirable? Yep. Another thing I'll say is for women to feel confident in the bedroom is what's your relationship with your body outside yeah. of sex? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, are you capable to just, when you walk by the mirror, what do you say to yourself? You yes. know what I mean? What are the conversations that you're having with your body? And I get it. We all, listen, the beauty industry does a yeah. wonderful job. Oh, very wonderful. They're very good at their job. They're very, very good at their you job. You know, but- we can choose to yes. take on that or not. And so yes. it's recognizing, how do you feel about your body? It's like, I spend time in front of the mirror just telling myself that I found I'm beautiful. I, I spend time in the mirror just looking at my body at its current state, even if I want it to change. Right. Even if I'm working on it to do something different. Accepting. I have to love this one that I'm currently living in though. <laughs> yes. We got to accept ourselves as we are right as here, is. right now. And exactly, I love to replace the words of like striving to be our higher self and our better version of us and like self-love with like self-acceptance. Like let's just accept who we are right here, right now and not try and change or lose 10 pounds or do this or do that. And like, let's just be who we are because like you said, like even the minute that we embrace our own confidence and like I dress for myself in the bedroom, like, sorry, husband, but because if I'm not feeling confident in myself, then how am I going to feel confident connecting with you on that level? And it all starts with how you feel about yourself. Ask yourself why. That's great. I love that so much. Yeah, I love it. It's it's really about you. I I, I say the, self, the confidence in the bedroom comes from you. It's yeah. from you trying new things and realizing, oh, I don't like that or I do like that. Yeah. It's from you opening yourself and opening your heart to just new information, yeah. being able to communicate with your partner what you like and then listening to what they like because sometimes we struggle. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I can say that for, for myself as well. Sometimes we struggle to hear. Yes. We listen, but am I really, am I, I hear you, but am I listening to you? I don't know. 
<laughs> and I, I need to practice what I preach. I tell women all the time, if you're going to work on communication in your relationship, you have to actually listen and not just hear. And, you know, like step out of your comfort zone too a little bit, you know, like try it's new okay. things. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. You can take baby steps. We can yes. take things small and slow. And I think I would love people to understand that sex is just, it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. You don't have to complete it all in one night. No. You don't even have to complete no. it all in one relationship, for goodness no. sake. You have plenty of time. <laughs> exactly. Because I know I've learned. learned a lot over the courses of all of my relationships to even get to the place where I am today, Right. And even I've been with my partner for 10 years and I still learn things about myself and about my relationship and about sex. Like to this day, it's not like a one size fits all one answer for everybody. It's, it's literally just like, okay, what feels good for you? Are you going to give yourself permission to feel good? Are you going to give yourself permission to feel pleasure? Because we deserve to feel pleasure. You all deserve to feel pleasure at the end of the day. Yes. It's absolutely our birthright. And I believe that we, uh, especially as women, we were made to experience yes. pleasure. I mean, like we have a nice part that yes. is made just for that. Exactly. Multiple <laughs> times if needed. Like, right. And I don't feel like it was made by mistake. No, I, I would say <laughs> that. If so, great, great mistake on, on, you know. So it's really just embracing that your ability to experience pleasure and pleasure could mean anything. Like yes. it's really taking away what we think pleasure is yes and just experience pleasure pleasure could yeah. be this conversation is pleasurable for me like it, right. it's, it's, it feels good exactly. and so when it feels good you want to do more feel good stuff right <laughs> and exactly. then we and that is really how even going back to the beginning of our conversation that is really how we can help ourselves heal from yeah. trauma and shame stuck in the body yeah. by retraining the body to feel good. Yeah. I literally use pleasure to heal trauma I love because that. I think it's way better than pain personally. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So using good feelings, good emotions, good um, sensations into your body to help shift and move that energy of trauma out yeah. is way better than so anything else. Better. And it, it takes time. And so does. allow yourself to just let pleasure flow, yeah. let it go, let go of your expectations, let go mm -hmm. of what you think it's supposed to be, right. just be. Exactly, <laughs> just be, give yourself permission to feel good. And sometimes we get so comfortable in feeling our pain and being stuck in our trauma and being in these chapters of hurt and you know sadness that it's difficult for us to give ourselves that permission to feel something different. It's difficult to give ourselves permission to be happy and feel good. But where do you want to be? Do you want to be stuck in this place? Or do you want to grow and evolve and allow yourself to feel good and to feel pleasure and to enjoy sex and letting go of that shame? Because y'all, I promise you, any thoughts about sex that you have, every single person is having those thoughts. You are not alone. You wanting to have self-pleasure and experience that side of yourself and be this like sexual being, you are not alone. You are so not alone. <laughs> no, not at all. We are all experiencing these things yes. in one way, shape or form. We are all so similar yet yes. different in this way. And I'm, and that's the one thing I will say I love the most about the work that I get to do is because yeah. I see how similar we are as humans, right. as spiritual beings, as sexual beings, and then how different we are too. And it's just, it's wonderful because we get to celebrate that. And then that is what helps sex evolve and grow 
and just be a beautiful experience because we all bring something a little different to the table and it just makes it nice. And I really think that that's how we can start to really look at sex. Like I know the media shows sex in a lot of different lights. Yes. You get to choose what viewpoint you want to have when it comes to sex and sexuality and your own body and intimacy. You get to choose all of that, even though it may not have been the case for you all of your life. Maybe, yeah, yeah, you're stuck in some situations that you're just not feeling like I do have much choice or I do have much autonomy in this. And I get that. I've I've experienced it before in my life as well. Right. But there does come a time when we get to have a time when we get to switch. Yeah. When we get to make a decision. Yeah. And so it's making the decision that's best for you really and truly is what's going to set you on that path to the type of intimacy and, and, and sexual connections that you're looking for. 100% and you're all deserving of it so give your you you know that you deserve that and you know our experience past experiences you know no matter what happened to you it could have happened for you you know let yourself step into that let yourself heal from that let yourself forgive from anything and Rashida and I have both experienced that and we have been able to overcome that. And so if that gives you inspiration, let it give you inspiration to know that like you can move forward. Don't keep yourself stuck, you know, choose you, choose healing, choose growth and evolving. And I promise you, it's, I I promise it's worth it. I swear it's hard, but it's worth it. Totally. I promise. Oh my gosh, Rashida, this has been amazing. I'm so happy I got to talk with you, like dropping gems left and right for our communities. And like, thank you, honestly, so, so, so much. Is there anything that you want to like leave this beautiful community with? Any last minute advice? This this is the Relationship Realness Podcast. So let's be real. Let's get real with sex. Get real with yourself. Look at yourself with respect and reverence. I really, I really look at myself and my body in that way. And I would love for everyone else to feel that way too. Just step into just a little bit each day, peeling that back layer by layer. And before you know it, you're going to be looking back at yourself like, who is this beautiful being that I'm staring at? And that is, I think the, 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 the most wonderful way to exist in this world is to really be sure and confident within yourself because then that just exudes in everything else that you do in your life. So thank you for having me. I really, I really had this, uh, like, I love this conversation. It was awesome. And um, I I had such a great time and that's what I love it. Like this is, let this be a model of example of just having fun and pleasure, even in conversation guys. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Don't hold back. Ask questions, be curious, enjoy, evolve. And I love you all so, so much. And Have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night whenever you are listening to this podcast. Again, Rashida, thank you so much. You are such a gorgeous, amazing soul that we need more of in this world. So thank you so much. Thank you.